Welcome back to another episode of Dating Tales and Mating Fails with your host Trace. And your co-host Arya. And today, we have a man that needs no introduction. Julian. Julian! Our good friend. Julian, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am 30, and I work in uh, psychology. Oh, so we're just going to lie today. That's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) What are some fun facts about you? A fun fact about me is that um, I once worked for a very famous band in New York for a couple summers. Very, very fun. You're such a douche. (laughs) (laughs) And it actually was not fun at all. It wasn't? Nope. What were you doing for him? Not much. I would say it's 99% office space and 1%... Uh, almost chance. famous. No, no, no. <laughs> did you meet the band? I did meet the band, yes. Did the band meet you? Yeah, they saw me around. Oh, I know with an A. Meet what? Did they meet you? Meet you with an A. Yeah. You oh, I see. <laughs> you got it right off the yeah. bat. Uh, that no, is no. a fun fact. But yeah, it was a good fun fact. When so. did you first start dating? Uh, I first started dating, I first started meeting girls in college because I was not very cool in high school. And then I started dating once I moved to um, New York. Yeah, I could totally see all of that being true for you. I was like, just about to say. Like 100%. I was, like, I was like, not cool in high school. I could see that. Yeah, like not cool in high school and then you're like artsy in college and girls <laughs> are like, oh my god, he's so mysterious. Late bloomer. Yeah, dude. Right back there with right there with you. Yep. Yeah. Still blooming. Oh, let me ask you, are you monogamous, poly when you date? Uh I've had girlfriends. But I uh I don't identify with that monogamous or poly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You well, just kind of go with the flow. Oh well, yeah, I'm dating to meet someone, you know? Yeah, you want to find somebody, but you're not going to close it off. I don't go to, like, meetings of poly people and we all just talk about it. Yeah, that's yeah the, you know? you're just kind of openly dating. I'm openly dating, yeah. I dig that. Thanks. What about me and you? Um, we're both openly dating, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally what he meant. That's it. Next yeah, I'm question. Good, I'm good at evading questions. <laughs> next, next question. I'm probably also going to be the most boring guest on this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> I can see that. Well, you're not asking the most provocative questions, I'd say. But. If you had to guess how many first dates would you say you've been on? Oh, hundreds. Hundreds? Maybe. Like five, six, seven? I couldn't even tell you. We'll say a thousand is two thousand. We actually had a guy that had been on a thousand dates, and then I'm doing the math like so. That means you've spent like a million dollars on dates. <laughs> Wait, how many dates? That's thousand dollars a day. It's <laughs> <laughs> <No>, not. <laughs> yeah, it is. If it's a hundred dates, <laughs> even even fifty bucks a day, even a hundred bucks a day is too much. <laughs> How much are people spending on well, dates? Assu- no, I assume that he went on multiple dates with some people. It, the question was, how many first dates have you been on? So if you count all the <laughs> dates, that's a million dollars. Yeah, it, it's, expensive. It's been ten- it, it is expensive, that's true. It's also like a second job. 
I know. It's like going on a bunch of interviews every single time. How many second dates? How many second dates? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I couldn't even think about it. Maybe... Definitely less than the first. <laughs> I hope it's not more. <laughs> How many second dates? Give us a percentage. How about that? Oh, um, 33. 30? So two, one out of every three? You're yeah, at a certain t- in my younger life, probably, definitely. Yeah. In Florida, I find dating to be much harder. Oh, it's extremely. Now, New York was much, much easier. Oh, yeah. So that's the interesting thing about New York. I was, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Yes. Is it, it, the disparity, it's, there's more women that are looking for men than there are men. That are In looking. New York? Yeah. That's, like, that's all that I've heard about it. It's all these women are just trying to find somebody. There's just a plethora of dudes right now. Uh, yeah, that might be it. I also think that people are much more... Uh, willing to meet strangers just because um, the city, just because you're around strangers all the time. That and, makes sense. Yeah, and then also like if someone says meet me on like 14th and 3rd, you could picture it. You've been someplace near, near there. It's like so much more familiar. Huh. Whereas here, you're like get in the car and like drive an hour to this shopping center that has like a bar in it. It makes it much more of a commitment. That's a good point. than walking. Yeah. That's yeah. why one of the things I've been doing lately is going on Diners Drive-In's and Dives website yeah. and being like, I saw this on Diners Drive-In's and Dives. We should go here. Mm. Because it gets rid of a lot of that, like, I don't know this place. It gives it uh, almost, it, it elevates the whole experience and makes it rather than just we're getting food, it turns it into an experience on its own. Cause, Very good idea. Yeah. Yep. Much I have different. two of them. I have two good ideas a year. Yeah. yeah. That was one. That was one. Yeah. Wait for the second. Yeah, and I think... What else about New York? Oh, yeah, I think that people are just more... Uh, I don't know. They're better at being single there. I guess there's less of a stigma around it than I think Florida has. There is a stigma here. Because people are just working all the time in New York, and so I think it's like uh, just more acceptable. Because Honestly. that's something I was thinking about today. It's like sex in Texas is like shaking hands. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, why? Oh. <laughs> it was just, I could have sex with women when I met them. And I feel like here it does not happen. Like, mm-hmm. Nearly as much. They want me to take them out on dates. I wonder if there's an aspect to the retirement <laughs> culture where they're like, I need to, someone to retire with. I'm not just going to do this. That's true. Just, yeah. <laughs> How many relationships have you had? Um, uh, let me think. I know when my first one was. I know when my last one was. In between, like, serious ones, maybe uh, six. Six? Yeah. What was your six last Six real girlfriends. Um, the last one was a year ago. A year ago? So this is like... I'm seeing fresh J-Dog. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to start calling you J-Dog. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. <laughs> What's your body count? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. Don't keep track of those types of things. It's not really that important to me. <laughs> what a douche! <laughs> Do you have an estimate? <laughs> uh, no, I couldn't even estimate. Really? Estimate. Yep. It's so Maybe high. like one. <laughs> I don't keep track. It's like at least five. At least five, maybe one. That's great. That's the best way to answer that, J Dog. Yeah. But it depends on what phase of my life. 
How did you meet the people that you had relationships with, the six people? Uh, one, uh, two were in, uh, three were in college. Uh, one was at a concert of an 80s band, uh, or like an 80s cover band. One was on a dating app, and then one was, well, I don't know who the six was, maybe it's five. Five? College, and then, yeah, I mean, for like real relationships. You got like a real relationship off a dating app? Um, yes. Yes, I did. I did too. That was my first relationship, but that's when dating apps first became a thing, and I feel like anyone who was going to find someone on a dating app, they already did it, and it was more of a novelty when they first came yeah. out, so that's why people were like, ooh, I might like actually find someone on there, and that actually, like, takes it seriously. I've had two relationships off of dating apps. Yeah. Mm. Not a thing, but granted. But they after... were, were they like when the dating apps first came out? No. That's the thing. So one was, so I mean, I, we were talking about this on the last episode. I, I wanna, we were both on dating apps like super young. They had like ones for. Well, I was, and I, I started getting on dating apps like junior year of college. Oh, I got on them around like, I was in high school when I was on one. I don't, I don't remember them coming out that early. It was like, there the was like, no, 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 I had to like find it. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was like. Four girls in my area. <laughs> like, yeah. And did I, did I talk to them? And I didn't go anywhere with any of them. Uh, I th- but yeah, I think it depends on what app you use too. Yeah. Oh yeah. The app, everything that you're getting uh, changes on each app. Yeah. For also, sure. the type of woman that you're getting. It's true. Like on OkCupid, it's a lot of alternative chicks. It's weird. Oh, I never, I never used it. Don't. <laughs> I forgot to ask when we started. Trace, do you have any fun dating stories of the week? Anything new going on in your love life? I, nothing like crazy uh, compared to the ones that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. But there. So I saw this girl and it was going well. Like it was going really well. And I left for the dead dad stuff and I came back and we were talking. And I, I mentioned to her at one point, like, just jokingly, because she said she stole some stuff in college, I was like, oh, when you come over, I'm going to have to keep you on a leash. And she was like, oh, yeah, I want that. So this is going to be a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to see her on Sunday. And then she texts me, like, an hour before and says, I don't want to have a boyfriend. And I was like, I didn't think that's what this... I was like, we can just have sex. <laughs> and she did not respond to that. And I just, I'm so confused. <laughs> Like, so that's my latest dating story, is that? I don't know, Aria, what about you? I recently stopped seeing someone that I was seeing for a couple weeks, uh, because he did not want to come see me do comedy. Uh, he didn't want to hear, like, about my past dating stories. Um, which just gave me, like, insecure vibes. Oh, yeah, like, I mean, if he's going, I don't don't, want to see (laughs) you talking about other dudes railing you. (laughs) because <laughs> I feel like that's immediately what went into his mind yeah yeah I mean I, I tried to explain like it's not really like that but I feel like it would have been one thing if he said uh, oh that's not really my style of humor but I'll still come I'll still support you I'll still maybe go to the ones that are less inappropriate well but, I hope he'd you still know, come that's, regardless that's not what he said he said uh, oh that type of humor is nasty and I don't want to see my future wife doing that <laughs> J-Dog you got yeah. any stories well I wouldn't go to open mics just because I just wouldn't do it because I don't want to be there. You know, I don't watch people, but... <laughs> Not for any of That's not even what I was asking! 
Oh, it's just responding to this. Uh, I think my dating stories from the week, bro. Not, dating stories from the week? Not yeah. would you watch Arya do stand-up. <laughs> well, I, wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't watch any date to go do stand-up. I wouldn't honestly. watch anybody I don't do stand-up. I hate watching myself do stand-up. Yeah, that. Um, one is that this week um, I did a show at um, a bar and um, someone followed me and texted me after that they saw me and they thought it was really funny. Nice. And they would, uh, and then we're going to go out. Nice. Yeah, so that's a dating story for next week. Is it a man? It is not. Nice! As far as I I could tell. Good, a straight man going out with a woman. I mean, yeah, long hair and a mustache, but I'm just going to bank on the long hair being. Listen, hey, as long as there's none down there. You know what I'm saying? Why would you knock on that? Yeah, so that should be an interesting one for the uh, week. Um, Anything else? Uh, No. No? So, here's a question. If the sex is bad, do you give it a chance? Like, do you train then? Or do you just let it go? (laughs) Uh, 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 Let it go. (laughs) (laughs) That was my other issue with the last guy. The sex was pretty bad. The sex was really bad. Yeah, no. If, if he is doing that and then the sex is terrible, yeah, you let it go. Yeah, like, you're not gonna. He was probably afraid that he would end up in a joke. Yeah, that's true. That's honestly it. But I've only seen you while you're dating people talk them up in your jokes. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I don't want to give any. Can I? Can I say this? With yeah. The, on your last one, you were just like, "Oh, my boyfriend has a pretty huge dick." Yeah. And then afterwards, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna suck leaving that huge dick." And you're like, oh, "It was. It was. <laughs> it was not that big." Sorry. But no, it was not good. Um, I sent it. I sent him, like, two pages of notes on things he needed to do better. I think that that's where you went wrong. You sent him... Uh, I, I think that's a good thing, but you gave him a, a, a whatchamacallit, like a progress report. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, this is your quarterly review, and just, like, I'm telling you, your your stroke game is all sorts of whack. <laughs> like, and, like, I don't know if he just didn't have skills or we just didn't have chemistry. I think it was both. <laughs> think it was both? Yeah. I gotcha. J-Dog, would you, would you send somebody uh, a list of what they did wrong? No, I don't think so. But I do think communication is a big, important part of that stuff. I like that, J-Dog. Although, so I do respect that. But um, I imagine that a two-page list is pretty embarrassing for a guy to get. Unless you were trying <laughs> to hurt his feelings. Were you trying to hurt his feelings? They asked me what that mouth do. Probably hurt your feelings. <laughs> they asked that. <laughs> guys, guys send weird messages to girls. Yeah, what, what we normally send isn't what they normally get. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> horror stories. You know, I had that thought. I was like, you know, this is probably going to be embarrassing for him to get, but I, I don't really know another way to fix this, so I'm just going to do it. Like, wait, so he said what that mouth do, and then you no! said, oh. I was like, wait, are you being serious? So, like, how many points were on this list? We're going into this list. Right um, it was like two pages of notes that's saved in my phone. Can you read some of the notes? Uh, and also, did you give these to him, like, expecting him to come back and, like, improve? Or did you give it to him as, like, a big F you? 
I wanted him to improve, oh, so I classes. gave it. I gave it another chance, and it, it, it was still you. it was still bad. So. You really gave this guy too many chances. Although that would that would really shake someone's confidence. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Like so, like if your aim is to make him more confident, in, um, I'm not sure if the two pages. I don't think she care about this man's feelings. <laughs> if he said, "Hey, I don't want to see you do comedy." That's gross. I think she said, well, <laughs> if we're being brutally honest, yeah. here's two pages about how bad your dick game is. <laughs> no, I said that before the, the comedy conversation. And then the next oh. time we had sex was after the comedy conversation. And I think after that, I was, I was just like... I think he was I, over it. Yeah. I will say that um, <laughs> one of those relationships I spoke about, um, one of the girls was breaking up with me. It was a huge fight. And she was saying all this really mean stuff to me. And then she said, and your ridiculous comedy. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, that was the one thing that I was like, I thought you liked it. And that was like the, the hardest insult. I was like, wow. It's like, you're ugly, you're bad. It's like, and your ridiculous comedy. I'm terrible at comedy. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I don't care about me as a person. I know I'm terrible. But my jokes. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I work hard at this. Um, but yeah, everything else I was just like, okay, yeah, sure, sure. I get it, I get it, I get what? These all add up. Oh, God. Yeah. I like to think she was just mad. I, I she really so. liked it. I hope, I hope so. I don't know. I like your comedy. Well, more you as a person. Mm. <laughs> I don't want your ego too big. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like my comedy, and that's an important thing. I don't know. At least you tell jokes. I I just kind of scream and mumble into mm. a microphone for ten minutes, and then people go, "That was great." <laughs> <laughs> I do try to tell jokes. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> oh, she was gonna say her list. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Um. <laughs> so. Some of the things on the list were, uh, sometimes when you're on top, you're kind of crushing me. You gotta not put your weight on me. And if you wanted me to do something, like get on top or take my clothes off, you, you gotta tell me instead of just, uh, doing it. Um, use your words. Wait, he, he would, he would take your clothes off for you? Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, like, be, during sex, were you wearing clothes? Uh... Like, I was laying down, and then he would... It's like, no, I, I have to, like, get up, and then I can... You know what I mean? Like, oh, it God, like were you guys at least making out? Yeah. Oh. Like, the physics just didn't work for what he was trying to gotcha. do. Like, he, he, he was It's dumb. like, you, you gotta tell me, and then <laughs> I'll... Yeah, yeah, it's like, you gotta tell me, and then I'll do... It. Like, use your words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I sent him that list, and then we had the, com- the comedy conversation, and then we tried it again, and... I think he made me come, like, maybe once out of the five times we had done it. But after the comedy conversation, I couldn't come at all. So <laughs> then I guess it was done. How much sex were you guys having? <laughs> before this comedy conversation. I think it was, like, four times before and the one time after. Oh, so he like, made you come one out of four yeah, times? Yeah, which is not a good ratio. It's not a good ratio. I, I, I don't know what is for most men. <laughs> Normally, I feel like you should have a woman come three times. And that's before you stick it in. We've talked yes, about that. Yes, we've talked about that. <laughs> J-Dog, what do you think about that? I respect the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, I don't do that. <laughs> I, I still don't believe that you could actually do that. Like, I don't believe you. Like, <laughs> no one can make you come three times before they put it in. You're just like, 
Are you serious? I'm getting both. It's, like, it's about stimulating the right parts at the right time. You're telling me if a dude was like kissing and slightly biting your clavicle <laughs> while using one hand to rub your pussy. They, I think they're faking it. Is what I'm trying to tell you. I I can tell you. <laughs> I was, I, I'm sure women fake it. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> It's There's no way you're pain. making them come three times every time before you stick it in. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate the effort you yeah. put in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I'm kind of surprised that you you would doubt me. <laughs> okay. okay. We've been friends for so long. <laughs> and you're just like, nah. It just doesn't it, it doesn't seem physically possible. Like you've so had sex with over two hundred if you've had sex with over two hundred people, you are you're telling me you made all of them come three times. Well, I, I try I say I try to <laughs> make them come three times. That's the goal. And then like yeah, at a certain point I'm just now going with the flow. Yeah. But yeah, do I like them to come before I stick it in? Yeah, there's the preference three times. Yes, but do I try at least one time before the dick like, comes in? I feel like they would need a refractionary period. Like, after they come once, they want to lay and cuddle for a bit, and then you can go again, and like, no. <laughs> I guess I've had some women, but most women, it's just... Maybe that's why I don't get that many second dates. I just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if you're making them come three times before you put it, it's too much stimulation, and then they're not going to want penetration. At least that's what I think. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, don't give people unrealistic expectations. Like, guys, you do not have to do this. Like, guys, you, you should try to do that. You should. If you, if you, you do it, then you might make them overstimulated, and then they might not want to have sex. Like, guys, you should just go with the flow and try to make them come three times and stick your dick in them. Normally, that works. Normally, that's when you're like, yeah, okay, I'm the man. Like, I don't. Don't listen to her. But what is she, a woman? What does she know? <laughs> what does she know about the woman's body? I'm a man. Let me explain this. Let me mansplain this. I can't continue with that. Trace is canceled. Yeah, that was just me like, uh, let's see how much I can just have people hate me for a second. <laughs> okay, here's another question. How do you get past the awkward phase when you first start dating someone if they're like, someone from a dating app it's hard to go from you know being strangers to like now we can be totally comfortable with each other yeah normally i just have sex with them and then i'd never see them again like, <laughs> that's if i'm being completely so you're honest. saying you remain strangers the whole time yeah like the whole time <laughs> strangers passing trains in the night you know mm-hmm. like that's how most of the sex i've had in my life has came from is um, that fulfilling no. <laughs> the way that my dad described it to me was, he said, Trace, see, when I was playing the game, I treated it like like a game. You, when you did it, it was like you were doing a job. Like, you had to do this. And I think that's kind of where it came from, was like, I saw him tell all these stories when I was a kid about all the women that he would hook up with. And I was mm. like, wow. And I had people tell me the stories about his dating life. I was like, wow, I want to be like my dad. My dad had sex with a lot of women. Therefore, I have to have sex with a lot of women. And so that's that's where a huge disparity in my life came between dating and sex. And now I'm here. Mm-hmm. So he taught you some lessons that 
I don't know. Were they no, I don't right? think they were bad lessons. No. They were great lessons. It was just the interpretation as to what the actual lesson was, I think, was wrong for me. I see. Yeah. It was advice on women, but it was mm. so much that it was like, like I, I don't want to say all this. He, he just passed. Mm. Um, True. I'll say this. Like When I was a kid, I was 12 years old, he came in, he had this big book. Photos of people having sex. It was like it was like the Kama Sutra, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like all these things, and he gave it to me. And he said, "Trace, no son of mine's gonna make a woman lesbian." And I was twelve. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, J Dog? How, you- <laughs> how do you get past the awkward phase? Well, I guess it really depends on the date. Um, I don't know. Just. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I yeah. think if both people are into it, it works. If not, it doesn't. It's just a crapshoot, pretty much. Yeah. I yeah, it really is. It comes down to it. Like... Dating apps are weird in that way, in that, like, the first date and the first meeting really shouldn't be the same thing. Yeah. Right? It should really be like you meet someone somewhere and then you go, and you go, we should go out again. Having that meeting phase and then skipping right to the date part could be strange experience and I think that's what maybe one of the I don't know I don't know not so good things about dating apps are I think dating apps are like steroids for sex you're you're gonna have a lot of sex through using them over a period of time Mm -hmm. you just will if you take the time to put in the work but there's diminishing things on other ends and it's the relationships and the human connection that I think goes down yeah I agree I would agree somewhat, and then I I also think that um, that the the value of each date is diminished extremely because there's just so much out there, right? It's not yeah. like you get one date a week; it could go on six a week, and then each one its value diminishes. Oh, yeah, the value diminishes for each one. It's like you're on a date with someone, and there's like a line of other people behind her going, "Yeah, this guy's okay, but like I'm a lawyer, so." I'm right here. Yeah. Um, and then also, someone on a date who has a, like three more lined up is going to be less uh, kind of invested, I'd imagine. No, I can see that. Yeah. So, and then I guess I'd imagine people are wanting different things when they arrive. There's not really any no, shared. I, I think that's a, a big issue, and I've talked about that when you're mm-hmm. going into this with the like, I have a plan for this. Mm-hmm. That's when you shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, so the spontaneity is gone, yeah. right, of everything. And I think that's also a reason why, um, like, people don't give other people enough chances on dating apps because it's, like, it, it is so disposable that, like, you hit one red flag and the person's just like, no, I'm not even going to try it. Whereas I feel like maybe back in the day, I don't know, I hate doing that shit about nostalgia, but well, maybe it wasn't like that. Yeah, well, I, I think the problem is red flags are, it's either... It's an all or nothing thing, you know what I'm saying? I think there's red flags, but there's like, there should be like burgundy flags. Mm-hmm. Like be red. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. Yeah. Like, it's just because, like, there's little red flags, you know? It's like, oh, he leaves the toilet seat up. That's a red flag. Also, though, if he's the guy that kills puppies at the at the animal rescue, that's a red flag. Those two are completely different weights. <laughs> like, <laughs> One, yeah, he leaves the toilet seat up. The others, he's killing puppies. That's his job. 
<laughs> Nobody should date that person. I'm sorry if you listening to this. You're like, that's my job. We don't want you to listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, I once read somewhere that like what what the reason we love babies and puppies is because they're imperfect. Yeah. You know, so you go on a date and you try and just hide all that, and then eventually your imperfections come out, and that facade has to drop, and everyone goes nuts. Are you Jalen just killing it? His name is Julian. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's what I think. I guess. <laughs> uh, I've known Julian here for years. If you can't tell. Yep. What's the next question? <laughs> Let's move past that. It is funny the first date though, because you're like, here are all the reasons I'm great. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And then it's funny though, that there is a point in good dates where that veil drops. Of course. I mean, like, that's the goal is to keep that veil up as long as possible. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, I just don't care about that anymore. So I'll just go on a first date and be like, here's who I am. And they get shocked. <laughs> well, I think that's the probably gives you a high success rate. No? So how do you guys like build sexual tension with like people from the apps? Because I've gone out with a bunch of people. We'll go on like three, four, five dates, and like every time I feel like I have to make the move, like lean in to kiss them or whatever, they're just like too scared to do it. Like, gotcha. what's up with that? With me, so I always try to develop some form of physical connection at some mm-hmm. point in the date. I think that that's where. Once you open up to physical connection, physical touch to the other person, mm-hmm. like I'm doing to uh, Julian right now, uh, that's when you can start figuring it out. That's where the body language comes in with it. This is really special. Germany, what do you think? Uh, I would say that it probably starts with conversation, but like you could move... Um, the conversation to an intention, like, you could be more intentional and deeper with uh, your questions and your conversation. I like that. And I think that kind of, you could speed up the first date into the second date if you um, go deeper than probably what people normally do, but with genuine interest. She was talking about sexual tension. <laughs> uh, how to have a better day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think all of that... These All of guys. that slow conversation builds tension. You seem like the kind of guy that tries to, not tries to, but women are attracted to the mind more than... Yes, every time I look in the mirror, I cringe. I don't know, I'm not saying I'm you're an ugly guy at all. I no, think I know. that says a lot about your mind. I appreciate uh, that. You're welcome. Because uh, I can definitely see the story in which... Stop giving that look. I do want to fuck you now. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's like, it, it's just interesting seeing the different ways of going about it where you're trying to like get deep philosophically. I could see well, that just having them. But it's not like about being um, smart. It's just about like being truthful, I think, and getting to the truthful part. Do you, right? think, do you think that you can get there with that train of thought because you're smart? No, I don't think you have to you be smart to do that. Like that. Yeah, Forrest Gump did it. Arya, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what is the question? I don't know. Are you smart or dumb? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty smart. Like, what kind of question is that? So I like uh, smart uh, guys. We were, 
I like smart guys, but not too she's smart guys. You know, the kind that think they're way smarter than they actually are. Yeah. So yeah. that's what you should aim to be. Gotcha. So be <laughs> smart, but don't tell people that you're smart. Just be smart. Don't be like, oh, so then the hypotenuse was the... No, that's dumb. <laughs> be smart and emotionally smart. That's what you're saying, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I and was... I wish guys would just make moves. But like, I was dating a guy for like four months, and I literally had to test, text him and be like, so, uh, I noticed every time we kiss, I have to initiate it. What's up with that? That's <laughs> weird. Yeah. It is weird. And he's like, oh, you just throw me off my game. You're kind of intimidating. I'm like, well, it's been four months. I'm like, what? I think at that point, it's just not going to work. Yeah. Because like, that's the, like, as much as I like to make the move, I yeah. still like there to be, like, the the flurry back and forth, yeah. the build up mm-hmm. to it. Like, yeah, like, put your hand on their back, like, even if it's, like, the first, second date, whatever. Yeah. You're building sexual tension. Like. You want to touch them. Yeah. If, you, if they let you touch their thigh, it's pretty much a game on from there. Yeah. Like, realistically, <laughs> if you can... That's normally my move. If she lets me touch her thigh, I'm like, I could probably get a smooch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a that's a good. It's a good second date move. Exactly. Oh, that's okay. You're like, okay, I don't know about all that. I don't know what's gonna happen if, if she's gonna let me go on the second date. I normally fumble the bag after the beginning of the first, so I try to get them in bed by the end of it. Uh, I want them to know about me. Really, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> that can't be true. Ah, uh, you should meet my therapist. <laughs> uh, mm. What are your favorite ways to meet a mate? Uh, in person. In person? I would say, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I hope it's being on a show and being so funny. A girl likes, follows you, and messages. Hey. Yeah, put the, uh, put a link to this in your dating app. <laughs> That's the key to my heart. Yeah, <laughs> just be like, This hey. is a guide on how to date me. <laughs> yeah, just, just go to my shows and tell me I'm cute. That's all yeah. I ask. That's all I ask. It's, you don't have to have anything else going for you. Homeless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. least, yeah. Before they realize, you know. Yeah, the, the rest. truth. <laughs> what are your success stories? Like either a great conversation on a dating app that led to a great date, or a time that you've approached someone at a bar or an event and you hit it off. Uh, I'll have to think about this one. Like, Trace. Yeah, I can tell. I don't think. Did I ever say the the way my ex Abby? You were at some conservative event. Yeah, did I say that on the podcast ever? Yeah. Okay, then let me try to find another one right quick. I'm going to pause it. Uh, one person I dated, uh, I actually, we were at this uh, crowded bar in New York, and there were a bunch of people um, crowded around, and I just, I pointed. At her? Yeah, and she, someone next to her did that thing where you like silently point at yourself and you mouth me, Right. And then I went like I went like I waved her away, and the other person was behind it. And then I waved her over to me, and then she she came over, and that's how we met. <laughs> and I dated her for a while. I have a story like that, but I think it's all about being intentional. Go yeah, ahead. I was in college and I was really high, and I was in like the the, the lunchroom, and I look over and there's this girl. She's like, and she points at me. And she's like, like me, she's like, yeah, come over here. Like, Why don't you call her a douche? I'm gonna explain. Oh. <laughs> so I go over there, and I'm 
like, hey. And she goes, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I go, what? And then I look, and there's like a table. What are you saying? It's like a table of black dudes. So like, I don't know why. I thought it was like, why? How these two things got mixed up in my head? <laughs> But, yeah. It's like a classic trope but of the kid in, in high school getting like waved up by the pretty girl. Oh yeah, that's happened to me throughout my life, and that's why I have like serious issues. Hmm. Yeah, J Dog, J Lynn, J Wade. So every time you pick up a girl, you're trying to prove to your younger self that you could not do it. Yeah, that's pretty much most of it. Mm-hmm. It's me proving to myself that I can do it. Not even my younger self, just myself. I feel like most of my life I'd be happy in solitude and then just random women show up and I have sex and I'd be good. Actually, a lot of the time, I think I could just watch porn and jerk off or just photos that women have sent me over time. But both seem equally empty. You live your life overcompensating for the game you didn't have when you were younger. So I think I have game. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, I don't know what I do. I just think that I'm just kind of there enough. Hmm. I'm doing it just to prove to myself that I can. That's exactly it. That's why I do that. I don't know. This is what I talk to my therapist about a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I talk to this, uh, talk about this to many patients. Yeah, she always says to me, she's like, Trace, like, it's funny because I don't think that this is like what normally therapists would say. She goes, Trace, like, do you feel delusional in the way that you see yourself? And I'm like, oh yeah, like I don't think that I'm nearly as good as like I, I, I think I am. And she's like, but does it keep on happening? Do you keep on coming through and like winning these things? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, that is not delusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just are. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but I imagine with you, it's like, even when there's a good one, it doesn't, uh, as, as soon as there's like a lull, you don't kind of count all the times that you were successful. You kind of just yeah. count the lull. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, so you need to... Con- I, I think it's important to take stock of the actual evidence as opposed to just saying... It's like when a baby has... Uh, when, there's this... When a, there's a time in a baby's life before he knows that if, you, if his mother is out of the room, that she still exists. Yeah. Um, object permanence. Object permanence, Yeah. And you need object permanence with your experiences. Yeah, I live very much in the moment. Well, that's good, but... I also don't know how much I trust my memory. Uh-huh. Just, like, half the time. I, w- I won't remember this conversation. But how, much, how many women does it take until you realize that you're good with women? Right? It seems like it's just a never-ending. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's the only thing I can say. You're right. I hate that you're right about that. That's why we shouldn't bring therapists on this show. (laughs) Because then they find out who I really am. (laughs) And how messed up it traces. No, I don't think it's messed up. Uh, But yeah, no, you're 100% correct. There there are... It's like, last year, I, I had two different girls that were my girlfriends or I'd consider like a relationship and mm-hmm. I had sex with three women that weren't those two so I had sex with five women last year and I was like that's not nearly enough mm-hmm. and then I imagine if each one is just like okay if I conquer this I could prove it once you do it it's kind of like well the value is gone well you know that is exactly it and I, I really get out of my head j <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but you're right. You're 100% I mean, correct. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm just... No, you're 100% correct. Because I know that because I think about it when it's happening. And that's the exact thing that I think of. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, if I can only do this, it happens. I'm like, why the hell do I walk yeah. And I go and I do a brain dance, and that always sucks. And I don't want to do that. I got turned out by one of those before. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Joker says, you're a, you're a dog chasing cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know what to do with it once you finally caught up with it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Like, that's why I'm just trying to date now for fun rather yeah. than for sex or a relationship. It's just whatever's going to happen out of that is going to happen. That's yeah. a good way to look at it. Yeah, I think connection is really what everyone wants, you know? Do you have any fuck-up stories? Like, times you should have made a move and you didn't? Um... Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure, but I'm pro- I'm sure that I also just move on from them. Yeah. So you have the exact opposite thing with me, rather than me being like, ah, I'm forgetting all the sex I'm not having. You're like, yeah, I forget all the fuck-ups. <laughs> yeah, but that's also not good, right? Because you don't learn. Um... But, yeah, probably, I mean, there, there must be times like that. Yeah. But I don't know, I don't remember. I mean, I remember, I don't know. I mean, I've fucked up more times than probably most people, you know? So. I think that's what most people think. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, so, but no, no, not one particular uh, fuck up comes out. I do remember bad dates that were not my fault. Those are easy. Okay. Worst date story. Um, one time I was in New York and I was uh, waiting for someone and the, the person who shows up was really just the exact opposite of their picture, but I wanted to stick around because they came out anyway. I mean, they weren't the opposite. They weren't exactly truthful. And the person was huge and um, sometimes at, uh, at, at some point she goes, uh, so you ever been to jail? And I go, no. And she goes, I have. So then I'm like, okay, I'll bite. Why? And she goes, because I beat the shit out of my ex. And I'm like, oh. And this girl could just rock me. She could what? beat the shit out of me. And then she's like, did you ever realize that the food that they give you in jail makes you have to shit? And I go, well, no, I've never been to jail. And then she told the story about that. It also doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I, when I was in jail, it was good food. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah, maybe it's different in the tombs, but... um, <laughs> But yeah, and I was just sitting there watching her, and then she, uh, her friend was um, performing at some private event, and we went there, and it was in this, like... It was a really long hallway with, with no air conditioning, and we were just waiting in line, and then I'm like, you know, I'm just out of here. No, I left. That's interesting. I feel like our last guest also had something about... A date where they brought up something random. It was it was the marriage but, question. I don't judge people for going to jail. It's just no, um, no, no, no. But the way in which it's brought up is weird. And yeah, like this. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's strange that like this keeps on happening to people. That like it's almost like them being like, "Here's my biggest red flag," and like it's a good thing that they do it. Weirdly enough, like granted, this person sounds like a walking red flag. Mm-hmm. They, so I don't know. They just probably have mental problems. Maybe, or, yeah. Or maybe she was just trying to fuck with me. Who knows? But. Yeah. yeah. Um, any other dating stories? Anything weird or funny that's happened? Um, one time on a date, we went to uh, a bar in New York, and 
the guy gave us the guy who owned the bar gave us a tour of the basement that used to be um, a legitimate speakeasy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and that was really cool. And the whole place under the bar was wired with a, with a, um, like, what do you call those? Like a trip wire? Something like, it was really delicate. Um, with an amount of explosives that would have taken up the whole, taken down the whole block. And it was only discovered in the 70s that, that, a hair trigger, right? Yeah. And they, yeah, they... They wired the place to explode in case, like, the cops came, and they would escape through the East River, uh, to the East River from the bottom of it. So they just killed, like, thousands of people. They would just kill, and yeah, and, um, and they, they wired it in, like, the 30s, or, but it was cool seeing the basement of that place. Oh, I can only imagine. Did you yeah. see the explosives? No, they took them out in the 70s. It's fucking New York. <laughs> I know, it's not the same, man. Jeez, Giuliani came in, did a bunch on crime, and now look at it, <laughs> Yeah, it was better when you could maybe blow up an entire block because a truck drove by. Yeah, well, were you talking about the first World Trade Center? No, no, I was uh, saying that like, <laughs> the, hair tri- the hair trigger of these explosives, explosives, like a little rock, and they would have. Gotcha. I thought you were saying because the original, I would never joke. The original World Trade Center bombing was. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess was, it was a truck bomb. People don't remember that because they remember the successful one. <laughs> <laughs> joke. <laughs> What's the most degenerate thing you've done in your dating life? Uh, I'm not sure if I really... You want to skip that question? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> best date story. Like, best first date. Um, best first date from a dating app. Um, hmm. Oh, I went to... Uh, I, I met someone and we went to a restaurant and none of us were hungry and so we just ordered a bunch of desserts and french fries and all this kid food and it was really fun just eating all the child food. Was it, that's awesome. Yeah. Was it more than one person that you were on a date with? No, it was just us and we just like ordered all the like chicken fingers and ice cream and milkshakes all at once. I got you. No, I dig that. It was just you yeah. said none of us so I was like... Neither of us. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe there were people also at the restaurant who weren't hungry. That's true. You're right. Nobody at the restaurant was hungry. They all came. What made it good besides the child food? Just that we were both on the same page about doing something weird. So you're both not hungry and you're both like, you know what sounds good though? Chicken fingers and shakes. Yeah, I think because we were at a table and we were both like, I don't, like, I'm not that hungry. And the girl was like, I'm not that hungry. I'm like, should we just order a bunch of shit? you said you're not that hungry first. Um, yeah, I think I did. Then she might have been starving. She said, but well, we had we ordered a bunch of stuff. So. Oh, that's good. Because <laughs> that's. Uh, but that was a girl I ended up dating for a very long time. So whatever happened, it worked. Gotcha. <laughs> Got to showcase your quirkiness. Yeah, you do. In fake There's, ways. In fake are, ways, yeah. You know, it's like a meat cute of quirkiness. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta force in all the tropes from all the romantic movies you've seen. Exactly. Add a promposal into it, you're good. What's yeah. your favorite opening line or pickup line, either that you've used on someone on a dating app or in real life or someone has used on you? Uh, do you mind if I flirt with you for a second? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, it reminds me of Little Dicky, you know, the rapper. Mm-hmm. His is, how open are you to being hit on right now? <laughs> I've seen that. Oh my God, that's good. I was like, that's a good line. That's, that's a great line. Good. That's such a good one. It, 
it does so much with yeah. one sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it figures out her status, if she's into you, and how far you can go. Yeah. It's perfect. You're like, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's why I said it. It's like, if somebody's listening, use those two lines. Yeah. Ask them if they want to be hit on, because it's hitting on them regardless. What's the best or worst convo you've had on dating app? Uh, I guess the worst is no, none. And the best are... I don't know. I mean, I usually try to move really quick to the date before yeah, conversation, because conversation on the app could be good and then in person could be bad. Yeah, it could also be bad on the app and good in person. That's true. Yeah, but you got to move to it, because the whole point is to date, so, well, or to get on the date. And my whole thing is, I'm terrible at texting. That's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm like, let's go out. Let's go out now. I don't want to, like, what are you, are you free on Friday? Okay, good. It's Monday. I'm not going to talk to you until Thursday just to confirm <laughs> that we're going out on Friday. It yeah. hasn't been working that well. <laughs> <laughs> What's with not sending the follow-up? What? What's with not sending the follow-up? The more messages between then, like, once you set the date, Mm -hmm. all that you can do by messaging more is fuck up the date, is fuck up the plan. Mm -hmm. Because if you just don't say anything, they might be like, I I don't know, is he into me? Is this Mm -hmm. still going on? I still have this in my calendar because he might have it in his calendar. It builds up a little bit more mystery for the person. True. There's a lot more that happens when you just don't talk to the person for four days. Yeah, I guess it does make the first one more of like a first date too. Yeah. I don't know, more natural almost. Yeah. It's like if I met somebody in a bar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've never actually picked up a woman and brought her home from a bar. Mm. You've never picked up a woman you've brought home at a bar? Well, I've never picked up a woman and brought her home from a bar. So how have you had sex with 200 people then? Dating apps, meaning just random things in life, like just because I've never, like I've met women, I I've set up dates to go to bars, but mm-hmm. I've never been at a bar and been like that girl went up, talked to her, brought her home. Mm-hmm. Have you? Is that now your mission? I mean, it would be a cool thing to be able to do. It's mm-hmm. just the, one of the few things I'm really bad at, and I think it's mostly because I. Uh, when I'm, like, in a group of... Because normally you go, I go out in, like, a group of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I'm with a group of people, I'm not like, time to leave this group of people and meet new people. I'm like, <laughs> these are the people I came with. Yeah. These are my people. People want to join us. I don't like that, but if they want to, sure. But these are my people right now. So that's the way I look at it. I think that's a good way to go meet people because when you're in a group, you're showcasing... Like, you, you are a leader of men, and I think that, like, if you are bringing the good time, it's easier to bring people in in a more natural way. I need to start doing that. But yeah. as I said, I'm like, these are my people. <laughs> my people. I don't want more people here. <laughs> and that's where the problem is. It's I have to be in the right mood. I just haven't been in the mood to do like act, like full trace in years. Mm. Like actually going out, going up to people and be like, hey, how are you doing? Because I used to do it all the time. I've picked up chicks in life at like a restaurant or, you know, just... A restaurant is weirder than a bar, because usually people go to bars to, like... So, like, I was, like, with my family at, like, a barbecue joint, and I was walking to the table after my family got their food, I got mine, and this woman stops me, and she's like, excuse me, can you help me with my phone? And so, of course, I sit down, 
And I start talking to her, and I get her number, and I walk away. Like, and I get back to my family. Is that weird? Yes. That's just, that's just gay, baby. That's just looking this good. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. My, my dad used to talk about that story all the time. He was like, remember when Trace, when we went to Dickies and Trace had the girl hit on him? That was awesome. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about the dating process? I think it's super exciting meeting new people, honestly. And showcasing yourself, I guess. And honestly. I love how into the dating process you are. You are the first person that's been like... Everyone has been like, nothing. They're like, nothing. Like, <laughs> no, I really like it. No, I, think I think it's so much fun. <laughs> that's awesome. It's just you're the first person that's been like, it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. It's just... It, it's such a different response than what we're used to. That it's like... It's just kind of like, whoa. <laughs> There's somebody that's into this. It's like... If somebody, if we say, hey, what advice do you have for people in a relationship, and they say something other than communicate, we're like, that's crazy. Because <laughs> 99% of people say the one thing. Uh. Yeah, no, I think, it's, I think it's fun. It's exciting. What's your least favorite thing about the dating process? Uh, the time and energy it seems to take up in life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say... It is the second job if you want to do it right. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. Like, and that's when I was treating it like a job. That's when it was like every two weeks, another girl. And that's yeah. why I got the numbers up so fast. And you eventually just lose track of like, what you're trying to do here, right? Yeah, I can't, like, honestly, I don't remember even 25% of the women that I've gone on dates with or slept with. Like, and that's always kind of bothersome. And I think that's another thing that leads to the questioning. It's because I forget them. Mm-hmm. So there's always maybe ten that I can think of. Yeah, I'm actually realizing that too. It's really hard to answer these questions because everything is so disposed. Like, it, each date doesn't yeah, it mean doesn't. all that much, right? Because yeah. there's just so many for each of you. Yeah, there's. why, why would I remember that, like, yeah. having sex with somebody that I met for three minutes? Right, right, you know? yep. But you remember the weird things. You remember, like, I remember I had, I feel like we're going to get canceled for saying this. And I, think, I might have said this, so. <laughs> so I had just, like, the week before, went on a date with a woman that turned out to be uh, uh, trans. Mm. And so the, I went, the next week I was going on a date with a girl, and I was like, I couldn't tell mm. if she was or wasn't. And it was bothering me the whole time. And so then, like, we went to a parking lot, and she was giving me head. And it was, like, the moment I touched her pussy, I came harder than I ever had in my life. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, <laughs> That just, like, was, like, a core memory. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, like, that's... Because that was such a weird experience. Uh-huh. That's what I was saying. It's, like, that's why I remember that, because it wasn't necessarily the date itself. I don't remember that. I just remember being, like, I don't know, but I'm going to get head and find out. Hmm. <laughs> God, I'm so happy my dad never asked to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> What's your must-have checklist for a partner? 
Um, let me think. I would say they have to be... Uh, I don't know. They have to be slightly strange, I, su- I suppose. They have to be... Um, I don't know. Just open to experience. I don't know. I guess free-flowing, free-thinking, I would say. I think you're into alternative artsy girls. That's true. Girls that would wear a big brimmed hat. No, no, that's one of the uh, criteria for no date is big brimmed hats. Really? Yeah. No, not really, but like I'm not into big brimmed hats. I gotcha. I'm into really tiny hats. Really small. Almost no brim. It needs a brim, but the brim has to be at, at most an inch. It has to be so small there's an elastic band that holds <laughs> it on. If you ever see a woman in a yarmulke, oh, oh, yeah. forget it. <laughs> yeah, so tiny hats and open to, I don't know, just like free, free thinking, I guess. Free thinking. So, uh, yeah, uh, or weird. artistic. Yeah, the, you, you like the artis- artistic alternative girls. Sure, yeah. Like, I think so. A girl that would come up to you and be like, I want to talk to you about my crystals and realign my chakras. No, not so overt, but just kind of... Well, not like come up, but like over time about that. Yeah. What's the funniest or weirdest way you've slept with someone or gotten them to go out with you? Um... I think uh, in college, the first girl I asked out, a girl I wanted to take to this fraternity thing, I think I put a note in a fortune cookie and I was like, open this or something. And inside it said, like, will you go to formal with me? Yeah. It was something along the lines. I know it had to do with a fortune cookie and a note inside, but I forget exactly. Did it work? It did work. Do you think it would have worked if you just asked her? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> but I was a, you know, you I was just tr- trying. I don't think I knew her that well. Gotcha. You know, and so like, but I knew of, like we we had passed each other, and we may have even had some inside joke about a fortune cookie or something, and that's why I chose it. What's the most cringe move you've made on someone? I think there was this girl in college where I gave her a fortune cookie. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was going to say it. I was like, I don't know where he's going. I hope it's the fortune cookie. Do you have another one? Um, it's the second most cringe movie made on someone. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Uh, there must have been just a million before the good ones came. See, that's the problem. You forget them. But you forget them, yeah. Yeah, every cringe... Oh. You just try to block that shit out of your memory. Yeah, you just like, like, memory. I remember like the like the really like there's the core ones that like I go back to when I'm trying things. You yeah, know, like no, mm-hmm. but like it's never gonna be. It's never actual like oh I I failed this. Like there was this time in high school, and I was talking to this girl, and like she was going through a hard time, and I wasn't hitting on her at all. But she was she was sitting next to me, and I said it's gonna be okay, and I put my arm on her. On my hand on her arm just to be like it's gonna be and she freaked out on me mm. she was like don't you ever don't you ever do that to me or any woman ever again I'm like and so that really fucked me up for a while this is the episode where we learned why I'm fucked up <laughs> well the thing is I think like there's been multiple 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 failures a lot of them but I just none of them are like all that they, they all just like they just are failures they're not like anything 
cinematic or anything like that, right? So you it's never just, had like a lab partner in high school who, that wanted you to ask her out for the whole semester, and then uh, you chickened out and you were like, uh, "Have a good summer," and then you know, no, trust me, wait, I told that story on here. Trust me, nobody <laughs> wanted me to ask them out in high school. Wait, did I tell that story to you? No, someone else told me that story about me. No. Oh, it, it was someone me. else's story that happened to you too. Yeah, this girl like all semester. I remember her name. I'm gonna dox her right now. J- Rachel Chikolanovich. It was like 16 <laughs> letters was her last name. I thought she was cute, and her friends even told me they're like, "She's into you." But like, because I was a kid in high school with zero game. I just sort of be like, what? So what am I going to do? Just ask her out? Then what? Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? I'm not going to ask her out. Never saw it. But I didn't. And then she resented me because she knew her friends told her that I was into me. And my response was, I know. Because I did know that she was into me. I didn't know what to do because I just panic. And that's what I say when I don't know what to say. I was like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What was your most awkward sexual encounter? Oh, it's everybody looking at me. I don't really, I don't know. For me? This was definitely well, that was for our guest. I know. You can he, answer it too. He literally pointed at me. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not answering. Yeah, he's not answering that one. I don't know. There's been like, it, it, a lot of times when you're just having sex with somebody that you have not. Now, actually, if I meet somebody and just, like, in real life and we end up having sex, like, really fast, it's normally really good sex. Hmm. Like, just because, like, you're both feeling it at such, like, a primal level. But, like, when you meet somebody online and you go to their house just for the explicit, we're gonna fuck, that's when it becomes the most awkward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, so what do we do? Like, where do we start... I don't know anything about this person. So did I ever tell the story about when the girl messaged me and she said, come over? And I was like, I don't want her tonight. She goes, what are you, a pussy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I came over to her house and like, long story short, I ended up having sex with her. She had her baby in the other room. Her dog ended up licking my butthole. It was like a whole, that was the most awkward sexual experience. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was my first that was my only threesome oh with the dog yeah there was this other time <laughs> in college <laughs> where I was really into this girl and she was into my buddy who had a boyfriend who had a girlfriend but he was into her so he started cheating on his girlfriend with her we were all at this like party started turning into an orgy and I started like trying to get with her and she started trying to get with him then I got sick and I vomited all over the orgy all over everybody in it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I haven't shared that story. So you got kicked out of an orgy. No, it must have just ended at that point. Just yeah. Ended. <laughs> yeah, I haven't said that story ever. Actually, I've, that one's been with me for a long time. That's cathartic to say. What can a woman do to drive you wild? Like me, I guess. Oh, <laughs> Jada! With the hard-hitting answers. How and about you, Trace? What's the kind of woman do to have me, like, fawn over her? Yeah. Actually, to have me fawn over her, not like me. Yeah, I think that's a big one. I, honestly, like, 
You have to do it in the right way, but be like a little bit like treat me like shitty. Like in the right way. Like You want someone to neg you. Yeah, like kind of like I want her to I don't know about that, but I think it's after she's established that she's into me, then neg me a little little, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanna be driven a little wild and not know what the fuck's going on, but not too much. How do you handle rejection? Uh poorly. I don't like it. But I always take it very personally when I really shouldn't. Don't you, like, give yourself therapy? Um, no, no, no. I can't. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess if you think about, like, all your good qualities and, like, well, it just didn't work, then... I mean, it's frustrating because you don't get to show that side of yourself to the person. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess that. You have to rely on all the good, right? And then... You know, just see the bad as a one-off. I think it's... And not as, like, a deep reflection of who you are. If it's a stranger, it's confusion. Somebody I know hurts. Well, sure, yeah. A stranger is just like, are you serious? It's me. You don't... You obviously don't know me. That's the thought That's easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... like, I've had this question I've asked people before. Which one do you think would hurt worse? Worse, getting rejected for a relationship or a friendship? Uh, I think a friendship because people expect relationships to end eventually. Yeah, but a friendship is something re- really has to come between you. Like that's a that's a because per- the way I look at it is you can have one relationship. Most people have the one person that they're with. You could be friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. So like for you to be like, hey, I don't want to date you. That's okay. That might be just something about the way in which. Oh, they I are. see. Yeah, yeah. But a friendship—that's like, bro, you just don't like me as a person. <laughs> yeah. So, Ari, what I'm trying to say is, I don't think we should be friends. No, <laughs> 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 uh, of course not. Um. Okay. What is the best advice you could give people on how to be good in bed? Don't say communicate. Do not say communicate. <laughs> okay. Don't say fucking communicate. Uh, be confident. Okay. I say. <laughs> we both got really angry at that. <laughs> like, do not say communicate. Don't fucking dare say communicate. Otherwise, we're going to have to remove this question. But yeah, no, I like confidence. That's yeah. a good one. Like, if you just go in, like, you know what you're doing. Yeah, it's like anything else. Yeah. Also, just be great and bad. That's my advice. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, just be better. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is like, I don't know why people need therapists. It's just like, don't be depressed. Like, have you tried that? Like, it's like, okay, don't be depressed. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, thank you. <laughs> uh, what's the best advice you could give to single people who are looking to find someone? Communicate. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I would say, um, to people who want to find people is build up yourself and your world so that like someone wants to be a part of it and then people just fall in I like that I think that's a, a beautiful way of putting it mm-hmm. yeah. I suppose with with a world like that built you also will not take each rejection as something like life changing right because you're like well I have this cool world you don't want to be in it that's on you yeah it sucks to be you nerd yeah What's the best advice you could give people on dating apps? Um, that, gosh, I guess 
you're going to have to go on a bunch of them. And also that I'd say each swipe that doesn't hit, you shouldn't take as an actual rejection. Because I imagine it could be sad, right? Or I know it can be feel bad if you're like swiping on people and then nothing's coming back. And then you have to do comedy trying to get that validation from strangers. Yeah. <laughs> this whole thing's about validation from strangers. All the, the, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> That's my problem. I don't care about the audience. <laughs> this is choice time. Can I give my best advice for dating yes. apps? Okay, it's selectively swipe on who you want. Because the, the problem I think a lot of guys fall into with this is the, the algorithms. There's an algorithm to dating apps. It's going to show you people that are, you're more apt to swipe on. Mm-hmm. So if you swipe on everybody, the algorithm isn't going to be able to go into effect properly. It's just going to show you everybody. But if you start swiping with actual thought into it, that's where you can start getting the algorithm to show you more and get you more matches with the type of people that you want to go out with. I think, yeah, I think that's a great point. And also, like, using your intention even in, like, you know, online dating so it doesn't just seem like such a kind of one-off thing, right? Where you're still feeling in control. Yeah, like, look at it. That's why I like Facebook dating, I'm going to be honest. because The plenty of fish of dating apps. No, Facebook dating is actually, I mean, kind of... The algorithm's a little fucky with location settings, so yeah, you need to be cognizant of that. But what I like about it, one, is because you have to be cognizant of it, you're going to be more into what you're looking at. And two, it gives you the option to actually comment when you like them. Mm. So they're not just getting like, 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 like. If you really want to say something, you know, then that gives you the challenge to work on your game and be able to figure out things to say and try out things and do what I've done in the past and go with the ones that are either too far away or that you don't really want to go out with and start with that. Treat it like you want a job where you go on interviews with jobs that you don't want before you actually go for the jobs that you want. Mm. What's the best advice you could give people in a relationship? Uh... Follow. Mm-hmm. I'd say the best advice is if you're if you're feeling uh, like if you have a complaint, talk about how it makes you feel rather than placing blame, and start out um, on kind of a calm note because if you start on a calm note, the conversation will probably remain calm. Whereas if you go in really hot, then it the only person can only defend. But if you say something like when you don't take the garbage out. It makes me feel as though I'm not being heard. Um, it really puts more of the, uh, more of the concentration on how you're feeling rather than what they're doing wrong. Yeah, I've read something today. And it yeah, was, I didn't make that up. I didn't, I don't think any of us thought you made that up. <laughs> <laughs> we know your profession. <laughs> and I was reading something today, and to kind of go off that, it was the the. If you want to be perceived as you're winning an argument, don't raise your voice. Mm. Keep your voice as mellow as can be, and you will be perceived as the person that's winning, even if the person that's winning is screaming in your face. That's a good point. That's all the questions we have. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, no, no. Trace? Um, when is this guy coming up? Tomorrow. Two days from now, okay. 
Uh, yeah, so catch me September 1st at Jesse's Extreme Sports Bar. It's going to be an all-star cast. Uh, Flip Schultz is actually going to be the person that is uh, headlining. And the reason I am stalling is so I can get the name of this next place. It is a skate park in Miami. I don't remember the name. Oh, here it is. Skatebird Skate Park in Miami. I will be there September 6th. So check me out there. And as always, guys, you are loved. People really care about you. Just when these things in the world start sliding off your back and you don't have the memories of what's happened, take note of your life. The gifts that are given to you every day are some of the most important and cherished things. Because you can always make more money, but you cannot make more time. So time is the most precious resource you have. Use it wisely and spend it with the ones you love. Anyway, signing off. Until next time.